Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <sighs> Mondays just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Hey, Bird Gang. This is your boy, former Cardinal Jeremy Bridges. Tune into the number one podcast on the web, my show, JB and Billy Blue Review. Right here on KSRN Arizona. Five, four, three, two, one. Reviewers, what's happening? Episode Five, four, one, two, one, seventy. How did Janet Jackson do that shit? Five, four, three, two, one. Yep. Rhythm Nation. All right, yeah. We are a Rhythm Nation. Shout out to Janet Jackson, God damn it. Shout out to Janet Jackson. You know what I want Ms. to see, Jackson? JB? If you, you don't want to see, JB? Oh. It, I mean, it's the weirdest of times. The hell, hell hath frozen over. You know what I mean? I mean, it's the end of days, as you say. Janet Jackson back at the Super Bowl. They tried. They try to trick. They try to trick off her career with the Justin Timberlake shit. I want to see Janet Jackson with the weekend at the Super Bowl. Surprise, bitches! That's what full I want to see. Full, full on topless? No. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Listen, I'm into it. I mean, only fans. I mean, shit. Could you imagine if Janet Jackson the OnlyFans? Mm. That shit would break literally would literally break the internet. I mean I still every once in a while when I I still every once in a while when I get to feel like Google her her news back when she was dating Jermaine Dupree, like those were those were solid. They were. They were solid. That's a hell of a start to the podcast. Shout out to Janet Jackson. <laughs> this is the JB and Benny Blue Review. Appreciate you rocking with us. Follow us at JB and Benny Blue. We're on all streaming platforms. Tap in with us on YouTube. Subscribe. Hey! For all you hogs out there, he knows three new episodes of Hog Talk breaking it down. Oh, we're giving it to you like a Netflix series, baby. Yo, check this out, man, about the Hog Talk, man. We actually are starting to get some victories. Like, I've been sending you some victories, you know what I'm saying? So we can talk about, I can actually talk about wins instead of losses now. We got some victories. Oh, we're switching it up. Okay, I like that. exciting, you know what I'm saying? I'm actually seeing some, some, some good things from these offensive linemen, man. But shout out to all my hogs out there. Uh, my house that I train, my guys, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be a whole lot more coming up. Uh, hopefully, some reviewers, y'all will see your boy JB on the sideline with the headset on, you know what I'm saying? Shopping it up, leading the hogs to victory. So, yes, you know, check us out on Hog Talk, man. You know what I'm saying? On YouTube channel, JB and Billy Blue. Like, subscribe, tell your friends about us, all right? Because we are it. Yeah, basically. We are. We have more important changes coming, as JB knows. Uh, no firm timeline on, on this. Le- I know OG reviewers. Are, That's the same shit you said about the merch. Forget all that. <laughs> Listen, we are going to be transitioning this show into more of a live stream. How this is going to be is going to be maybe a weekly or a twice a week sort of thing. And we're going to be doing regular segments that are your favorites. You're going to see like a, a thing on the side that's going to have, you know, some of your favorites, like Don't Be Dumb or You Witted or Not or JB's Burning or Blue's Got Time or Savage Picks. All that's going to be on there. So we're going to be hitting you with it. And it's going to be a live stream. So you're going you to got be time today, cuz. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you'll be able to, you'll be able to really connect with us as we're doing this. And of course, it's still going to come to you, um, in podcast form. So. That's what's up. Um, JB, first and foremost, I mean, look, first, first real podcast of second, second really, but obviously, you know, we had the round table last week. Make sure you check that out. Episode 170. But, uh, how you feeling, man? We got, we got a new president. We got new, there's new things changing, I guess. I don't know. 
It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. And I feel good. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nina Simone. Shout out to Nina Simone. The great Nina Simone. You know what I'm saying? Defecating on your microphone. Uh, yes, indeed. Shout out to Lauren Hill, too. So, I feel good, man. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's like, and I, I've, I've quoted this before, right? Uh, the great Rick Ross said, I'm glad Donald Trump becomes president. Because we have to destroy before we elevate. We you, you've never seen an old building get built upon, right? They always tear down the old building. They might keep the same foundation, but they always build a new building, right? So what we're trying to do is we're trying to change a little bit of foundation too, because we know that our United States of America is built on some bullshit, right? But baby step, baby step, baby step. So. We 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 moving forward, Benny. Uh, I mean, people can say what they want to say about what Kamala Harris did in the past and who Joe Biden was back in in fucking the early nineties. Like, hey, if you gonna hold somebody accountable for what they did ten years ago, twenty years ago, you might as well just talk bad about your boy JB because I'm not the same person I was twenty years ago, right? So I'm I'm optimistic about what we got going on. Um, Sports, I mean, they got the COVID-19 vaccine, which I ain't going to take. But, I mean, it's out there. So, reviewers, normal times are ahead of us. All right, we're going to get back to normal before you know it. Uh, I was at work, and I was talking to one of my older gentlemen there, you know what I'm saying, I like to converse with. And we both agreed that this whole mass situation will be for another couple months. And then... Once the vaccine gets to a point where they've vaccinated enough people in their minds, they're going to be like, right, you know what? Lift the mask mandate. Let's get, hey, let's get the trap back jumping. Let's get this motherfucker back to where it was. We're going to forget it even happened. And, hey, somebody gets it. We'll have to deal with it. But we got to get back to living life and being being the same people that we were, shit, uh, a year and a half ago. You know what I'm saying? Before this shit really just went crazy. So, I'm good. I feel good. I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm glad I'm not seeing dump flags all over the place. Uh, it's like you have, I mean, you, I mean, it, I know it was bad in California, but it was really bad here where I'm at. Like I live in, I live in, and excuse my French, Crackerville. I do. I live in Crackerville. And it's, uh, I mean, it's like, I don't live amongst white people. I live in Crackerville. Cracker Nation. There's a difference. <laughs> I don't live amongst white people. I live in Crackerville, right? You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers are. If you still see, like, every once in a while, you still see a MAGA hat or a Trump hat or, but they, you know, they be on like a 75 year old woman, you know what I'm saying? Who barely fucking walk, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. sliding, shuffling through the grocery store, you know what I'm saying? With, right. with a mean mug on her face. Like, like, you gotta, so. you gotta admit though. You gotta admit though that 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 switch up, that switch up from when they when they lost and they knew they couldn't they couldn't defend it anymore with the whole recount shit. Man, a lot of that they uh they really put put that shit back in the drawer, didn't they? But the thing about it is, Benny, is that a lot of people showed their colors, right? Oh yeah. Hey, and, you, and like and like the great Bernie Mac said on Players Club, you think dollars don't nothing about it. See, dollar know everything about it. Mm. See, I, I don't forget. One thing about OJB, I can forgive, but I don't forget. 
You know what I'm saying? So you show yourself to be this person. I'm talking to a lot of reviewers out there. You know what I'm saying? And we appreciate your support. But now I know who you are. <laughs> it is what it is. You can't take that back. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's how you feel. It is what it is. I'm, I'm a type of person. I'm a love a human being for being a human being. We're not going to always agree. I don't have to agree with you to love you. You know what I'm saying? But there's just certain things that I will not... I just can't deal with. You know what I'm saying? If you right. have those beliefs, I can't I can't deal with you. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, man, good. Family's good. Kids are good. Uh, I tell people all the time when they ask me how my kids are doing, I said, they get on my nerves and they stay in my pocket. I said, so I guess they're doing just fine. All right. So that's where, <laughs> that's where they at, man. Before we get going, man, before we actually get going, going uh, I want to say rest in peace to Ray Ray, all right, and everybody who's from the Crenshaw District, Crenshaw High School, uh, knows who Ray Sean is. Uh, he got found in Las Vegas last night in the desert, dead. Uh, square biz, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, it, I don't, we don't know what happened. Uh, we don't, we just know he was out there. He, he was, he was a, a aspiring rapper, artist, and he was out there doing some recording. And, what the fuck, man? So, like I told my son, who, who was, that was his best friend. Um, I was like, you know, it's, it's everybody's wild, you know, what I'm saying it's wild all over the place, and like just explaining the situation to him, and you know how the streets operate, and everybody's trying to make a name for themselves. And I think Ray Ray was just kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time, and and but either way it go, man, that kid, good kid, Benny. You know what I'm saying, like. Stayed out of the way, just kind of, like I said, music was his thing. He wanted to rap, kept his head down, and stayed out of trouble, and he didn't deserve that. So rest in peace to that young man. Uh, prayers to his mom and his family. I know all the people because I coached him for shit for three years out in L.A. So I had to get that off my chest, man. That's like me losing one of my kids, man. So not to bum y'all out reviews, but I would be, you know, I'd be wrong if I didn't. No, I mean, listen, man. I mean, absolutely, and obviously, we know we know we have our our people from LA in that area that that listen to us and support us. So I know they appreciate it. And I mean, look, man. I mean, something I think about, you know, on a daily basis now. It's like, look, when we get back to quote unquote normal, as you just referred to in in the coming months, you understand. I mean, you know, gentlemen like us who 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 have a love for people and a love for community get this, but. It's not going to be as easy as like, oh, we get to go back to doing stuff. We need to remember, man, when this is all over, we may lo- we may lose a smooth half a million people. That's uh, crazy. There's nothing uh, we see in our life, even like war, that even comes close to those levels. So I encourage the reviewers, be grateful for your life and be grateful for your family. Be smart with your, with your decisions and how you live your life and interact with the world around mm-hmm. you. Because mm-hmm. at this time, if this last year has proved nothing, it means life life can be fleeting, and it ain't just as simple as getting back to business. We're all gonna have a little bit of PTSD when this is over, to various degrees. Whether you experience family members dying or people getting this or whatever you're dealing with, but you know that's really how I look at this. When this is done, it's not gonna be as simple as I'm gonna go back to doing the exact same shit I was doing before this shit started. I've made a lot of wholesale changes, and not even like dramatic changes, but just things I look at as far as like financially and comedy wise and 
all that shit about how I'm going to move. And I'm pretty sure JB has found that in his own way, obviously getting you getting more aggressive with, with your coaching search and so forth. Cause that's your passion and what you want to do. But reviewers understand that like it, it can't, if we, if we go back to doing shit before COVID started, we, to be honest with you, we ain't really worth a damn because no. this has proven this time has proven how much shit is broken with our society. So I encourage all of us to reflect on that and learn to evolve our society to protect everybody. Honestly, really, if we go back to living the way we were living before Donald Trump became president, then we're... Then we're asking for him again. We're asking for a worse version of him. Yeah, right, exactly. So uh, people of reviews out there just understand that there is an underground network of racists. Correct. Bastards out there that are trying to keep this thing flowing, that energy, yeah. that bullshit, that mind state, that that horrible negative uh yep. whole if you, negative mindset. If you wanna fuck if you wanna fuck with them, if you wanna fuck with them, they got a new app called Gab. Download it, it's free. They're all on Gab. Check it out. It's our new it's our new social media. Get some socking. Let's get some socking going on. Right. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. Right man. the kiss up. Right. So look, that's that on the current times, but damn it, the winds of change are blowing and we got to talk about it. There's, there's, there, there are big, there are big rumblings and quarterback shuffles. And I know the reviewers who know me, I've talked to some of them already, already, they're already, they're already putting in their, their little two cents about the situation. So we're going to get to it right now. So I'm going to get it out of the way starting right off the top. So it's already been confirmed. That Matthew Stafford and the Lions are mutually parting ways. Okay. So just to go over some of the facts, um, he's got a couple years left on his deal. So it's very friendly to a team that wants to sign him. Because as you see, you see the Rams kind of regretting paying Jared Goff as much money as they have. You see the Eagles having trouble with Wentz, which is why they signed old boy the coordinator from the Colts to try to bring some life out of Wentz to get the most out of that contract. <laughs> try to rejuvenate this motherfucker. Right, exactly. You see the Cowboys playing possum because they don't want to pay Dak 35 a year, even though he's probably worth more than Goff and Wentz. But when you look at Stafford, his base salary for 2021 is 9.5. And then for 2022 is 12.5. So in the grand scheme of things, considering what he's capable of, that's well worth it if you're if you're a team like the Colts or a couple right. other squads that if you put him in, you may be talking AFC Championship or at least knocking on the door of contention. Two things I want to clear up before, JB, I, I get your thoughts on this. Number one, while it did happen and while I understand I'm not delusional about this, I understand that, you know, as we talked about our patent production meeting, may have just been a situation all he did all he could do. I firmly believe that the media pushed this over the top. And what I mean by that is for months and months and months, six months to a year ago, you heard people like fucking frenemy of this podcast, Dan, turn your mic off, Orlovsky, <laughs> constantly pumping this narrative when nobody was talking about it. And I find that curious because it is no secret that Dan Orlovsky has a relationship with Matthew Stafford. So it could stand to reason that when he was saying things, he was going right back to Stafford and communicating with him before he actually said shit on camera. So that's number one. And also, um, people said, oh, they put their, their house up for sale before the season started. Maybe that was part of it. And his wife has always been known to be very outspoken, although she's never badmouthed the Lions or badmouthed Detroit. We showed her a lot of love when she dealt with the leukemia and whatever she was dealing with. Shout out to her. 
All right, that's right, number right. two. Number two, and you see this with the whole kind of vultures picking at the corpse sort of deal that you've been seeing with the Stafford news. This isn't as simple as Stafford's had his career wasted with the Lions. Right. And the reason why that is is because that sets a dangerous precedent for any great player who never won a championship. Right. Let's be clear. If Stafford, Stafford could have easily went to another situation and it didn't work out and he didn't get to show what he was capable of. Did he need more help at times? Absolutely. On the defensive end? Absolutely. But on his current career trajectory, he's going to pass Drew Brees in yards. So right. it's not like he didn't get his to earn contracts and prove that he is a, a fringe elite or elite quarterback. Now, at this point, 12 years in, do you want the guy to win? Yeah, man, God bless. Is it going to happen anytime soon with the Lions? No, they got a new regime. And as JB and I always talk about, it's a your guy league, a la what we talked about a few weeks ago with Ron Rivera. Is this my, is this guy my guy? Dan Campbell, new coach, Brad Holmes, new GM. Maybe Stafford is not his guy. But this idea that he's completely wasted his career is a falsehood because then you have to go down the line and have that debate with all these guys. Did Fitz have his career wasted with the Cardinals? I'm not going to say that. Did Marino have his career wasted with the Dolphins? I'm not going to say that either. Were the last 10 years of Rodgers wasted with the Packers? Again, all these things you can make arguments for. So this idea that, oh my God, oh Megatron, Barry, here comes Stafford, the long line of guys with their careers wasted. Now in the era that we live, and you're seeing it, and why we want to talk about these quarterbacks is that the NBA shit is now transferring over to the NFL. If you are a power player, or like you said, JB said, the head of the snake, where you can call more shots, just like Deshaun Watson is doing, you can actually, you can put pressure on the, on the organization to be like, yo, I don't want to fucking be here. So I need to move. And they need to make a play to actually get the player out of there. The difference is with Stafford, his contract is way more friendly right now than Watson's. And I'll be damned if they're going to give him up for a second round pick in 2023. It's not going to happen. So all you delusional fucks who are like, he's going to come to the Patriots. There's no shot in hell. They do not have enough capital to make it happen, nor do they have enough pieces around him to win now. So it's, it's a lateral move. And if Indy wants him, Indy, you better fucking pay the piper because it's going to be Indy on line one and the Niners on line two. And the Rams might be in the market as well. So if you want Stafford, you're going to have to come up with a good offer that's worthy of his talent. Because if you're going to talk about him not winning, that's fine. It's a, it's, it's, it's in the, co- the context of the team. But what you can't argue is what he can do and what he's done. So if you think he's an elite quarterback, you have to pay an elite price, baby. Step on up to the dope pusher. We got what you need. So you better figure it out. And that's my little rant on that. So what, what do you think about what saying? everything around them. Cream get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. All right? That's what Detroit is screaming right now. So look, Stafford has done everything he needs to do for the city of Detroit. Right? He's been excellent. Right? Always been one of my favorite quarterbacks. He's always been one of the top quarterbacks in the league to me, no matter what the, the record has shown for the Detroit Lions. So, yes... Whoever gets him is going to get a jewel, right? And whoever gets him needs to be smart enough to say, okay, let's put some pieces around him and more so a defense because we know that this guy can get it done in the fourth quarter. He can manage a game. When it's time to crank it up, he, he, he's shown all of these things with a team, like many said earlier, who has never really just given him everything he's needed to win, right? So 
I'm rooting for Matthew Stafford. Uh, I want him to stay the fuck out of the NFC West. Uh, but <laughs> but other than that, man, go 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 enjoy like your football life. I'll say that because even though it's, he never he I would never say waste his career in, in Detroit. But you want some kind of gratification by winning, you know what I'm saying, and by getting to the playoffs and by going deep into the playoffs. Like, that gets difficult, right? Because, you know, he's, with the exception of Megatron being there, he's always pretty much the best player on the team, right? No matter what running backs they had, I think you guys had Reggie Bush at one point, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, still, like, Stafford is going to be the most steady, consistent player you guys have had for the last 12 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Megatron was out, outstanding, but... Megatron couldn't throw himself the ball, right? You know what I'm saying? So it ain't like Staff was just turning his head and throwing it. You know what I'm saying? Like he, you know, he stood in there, took hits, delivered dimes. Like he, he, he's done everything he's needed to do, right? So at this point, you know, sometimes you grow apart. It's like a marriage. You know what I'm saying? Like you can love the person all you want, but you're just not meant to be together. And that's kind of where it's at right now, Matthew Stafford. So there is, everything's run its course. Pretty sure he has no ill will towards the organization. Pretty sure he loves them for the opportunity they gave him. City uh, of Detroit has been phenomenal. Like you said, they really stood behind him when his wife had the cancer thing. Number love. He's done a million things there, philanthropy-wise, for the community. And he's given Detroit everything that he had to give them. So it's time for him to move on. That's the business. So good luck to Matthew Stafford, wherever he may land, except for the NFC West. All right, stay the fuck. Right. Out of the NFC West. Thanks. Right. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That that'll be a whole thing. Bro, yeah, I I bro, I, 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 I agree. We don't need that. none of that. All the bullshit yeah, we got going on. I agree with that. No arguments there. Taking us to a little bit different situation. Now, mm. Sean Watson wants out. Probably now that they've hired old boy from the uh Cully Tully, whatever his name is, the uh yeah, we'll just leave his. We'll just leave him at old boy because who the fuck is he? <laughs> right, right. Old boy, that's that's his name. Old boy. He might he might be a great guy and a great coach, but you want to talk about more recent dysfunction? That the Texans are 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 full of it. I want to see JJ mm. Watt get out of there, and Deshaun right. wants to get out of there. The difference is Deshaun has a longer contract so that's making it a little yeah, bit more he, tricky he, he, and he's a little more spun into that web than jj yeah. watt is right right exactly because i mean look J, jj i mean you want to talk jb you want to talk about a guy who's giving it all to the city i mean when they had that when they had the hurricane how much money jj helped mm-hmm. raise he's beloved oh, yeah. in the city of houston so they, oh, they yeah. won't fault him you know jj Bring your ass to the desert, son. You know uh, what I'm saying? We know you love it out here. You know what I'm saying? We know you love it. You work out out here in the offseason. We know you love it, right? Everybody works out here in the offseason, right? Come on, baby. We'd right. love to have you. You'd be a very, very, very pivotal piece of our defense. Man, you talking about having taking up two blockers. Yes. JJ, come on to the Cardinal. Steve Kime, if you're listening, go get JJ Watt. Right. Go yeah. get JJ Fucking what? <laughs> <All right. laughs> now look, now look. Speaking of shitty narratives, they keep pushing this whole thing about how De Watson wants to go to the Jets. But at that point, it's like, well, Watson is entering is also entering a situation where it's like, dude, I've been fuck, I've been carrying this franchise, and you guys keep shooting yourselves in the foot. I want to win. So in your mind, 
GM, GM Jeremy, where, where, what, what's the trade scenario that you're putting together to say, okay, you know what, Deshaun, we're going to get you here in exchange for this? Well, I mean, he's going to require at least two first round draft picks. I agree. Right. So, I mean, just the teams that are in the mix, the Jets, again, stay the fuck out of NFC West. San Francisco's in the mix. Um, who else is like a big, oh, Miami, like big time in the mix. Uh, I would, I could see LaFleur literally, literally throwing the kitchen sink at him. Right, you mean, you mean Matt? You mean Matt Lafleur, not Jerry Lafleur. Not, 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 not Lafleur. What's the guy's name? The, the black guy, the coach in Miami. What's oh his name? man, you got my hopes up for JB's conspiracy theories. Uh, Brian no, Flores. No, I thought Flores. you were talking something spicy. No, hell no, 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 no. <laughs> they not the Packers. So reviewers, the Packers have already said out of their mouth on ESPN, and we're on the bottom line. We're not idiots. He'll be back. Basically, you know what I'm saying? Talking that's, about Aaron Rodgers. We'll, get, we'll get to that in a second, right? So. Yeah, Flores down in Miami, I can see him giving up Tua, giving up Tua, you heard what I just said, giving up Tua, right, and then giving up a, a first-round draft pick and then a couple more things, right, because that's essentially two first-round draft picks, right? So yeah. I can see them giving up Tua and then giving up another first-round draft pick for 2023, along with maybe a fifth or a sixth, right? And taking a little brunt of the cash, like just kind of evening it all out just to get Deshaun down to Miami. Think about it, Vinny. Dynamic defense in Miami, and they're only going to get better. They got pivotal pieces. They probably got the best cornerback in the league in Miami, right? Pivotal pieces on offense, right? They got a great young nucleus, dynamic team. They got a great young coaching staff. They're building something. I said it months ago, episodes ago, they're building something special in Miami. I can see Miami literally throwing the fucking orange bowl, the whole bowl of oranges at Houston to get Deshaun, right? So my front-running team is going to be Miami. Right? I think he'll go down there, and they're going to be a huge problem to deal with. Nobody's going to want to go to Miami, to the, the Cuban-Bermuda Triangle of Miami, right? So that's what I see happening. I don't think that... Uh, San Francisco. I think I don't think they have enough money. That's not that's they're they're more likely yeah. to get Stafford than they would to get Watson. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they have enough money to get Watson. And then the Jets, they would have to give up Darnold, right? Which I mean, who cares? And would the Texans want uh, Darnold? Is the bigger question. right? So and okay, so let so let's we're talking about quarterbacks. So let's talk about Sam Darnold. People, Sam Darnold has done nothing wrong. Yeah. He has it. He hasn't. He's got he got hurt. I mean, you're gonna hold that against him like everybody gets hurt. So, but when it comes to quarterback play, Sam Donald has done nothing wrong. I don't know why everybody's frowned upon Sam Donald. Like that dude ain't did nothing wrong. Right. Right? He's a steady quarterback, right? He's not a game manager. He he shows flash of greatness. He throws, he makes the throws, he'll take off running and do gutsy, he does gutsy things. The kid is a second-year quarterback, right, who was on a really, really bad football team for a really, really bad coach, right? So please stop doing that to Sam Donald. Like, damn, I, I feel bad for the kid. They just be banging on him. Like, Benny, like, he's just – like, he's had double-digit interceptions both years he's played. Right. 
been right. super trash. Like, chill, right? Miami is a better fit because Miami is in uncertainty, right? They drafted Tua, but Tua ain't really never been in the mix for real. Like, he played a couple games, but they got Fitzpatrick down there, right? So, if I'm Flores, I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep Fitz around because we know what Fitz can give us. Right, he can give us his. He's a microwave. He's instant offense. Tua, I'm gonna let you go to Houston. Right, we're gonna send you over to Houston and let you grow. Whatever the fuck you want to do over there, but let me get Deshaun Watson so we can start to raise some some hell. Right, real shit. Right, yeah, because it, it 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 circles back around to it's a new coach, new regime. If Deshaun wants out. They still, I mean, just like you said, like Tua, Tua conversely also hasn't done anything wrong. It's just about the fact that Miami was starting to win and they were in a position to make the playoffs. So, you know, they were going, they were going kind of a dual quarterback sort of best chance to win sort of deal. And he, he may get a good opportunity in Houston. And I do think that's the best trade for him because if you look at Watson's contract, it's, it's a little over 10 million this year. And then the extension kicks in this year. So, he can't, he can't then, he's not going to go cry foul again. He's going to have five years on this deal. So that, that's right. plenty of time within that window. Whereas with Stafford, it's only two years left. It's only two years on that deal. So right. for whatever reason, it doesn't work out because it's cat friendly. You can either trade him or release him right. you know, or, yeah. or, or let him walk in free agency. At probably, that point. Yeah, probably be a release type situation. But yeah, like Miami, yeah, Miami would be kind of stupid not to go all in, all chips in on Deshaun yeah. Watson because. He's plug and play, right? He's straight up. I mean, there's nothing. Very smart kid, you know what I'm saying? Quarterback-wise, he's always in the top five, seven, you know, QBR, right? So that means his completion rating is is up there. His accuracy is up there. We know what he can do with his legs. If I'm Flores, if I'm the GM down there, I'm like... It's Tua, it's Tua and a first and then probably like another first or a second or whatever it's going to be. I, I, I'm going to say it's Tua, a first rounder, a fifth rounder, right? And then I'm going to say that they're going to end up giving them a little bit of cash, right? Not another so player. No, we're going nah, to take the brunt. Uh, they're they're going to take the brunt of something or, you know, something. It's going to be some kind of cash involved. Yeah. But to make everything sweeter, just to say, hey, we're, we're, we're giving you everything we got now, right? This is sweeter deal as you're going to get. And he don't want to be there. Remember that. So you take it, take it. You better take it for shit get right. funky. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because then what are the Jets going to do? They're going to offer Darnold and maybe more picks, but then it's like that implies that the Texans would want that more than they would want Tua. So that's the, the only question. Thing, yeah. you know I mean? The only thing I can say about, about about New York is that because Quentin Williams opened his mouth and there was a rumor that said he wanted out, right? So New York's leverage would be Darnold, who's ready to go, you know, good quarterback, solid. Quinn Williams, right? And then maybe a second or third round pick, right? Quinn Williams is a hell of a player. So you look at Quinn Williams and J.J. Watt, if he stays on the same defensive line, that's trouble, right? So that's a solid foundation for your defensive line. I mean, you've got Donald, who's a solid quarterback. 
plug and play, right? Quentin Williams, plug and play, right? Second, third round draft pick, they can draft whatever. They need offensive linemen, they can draft the offensive linemen. You know what I'm saying? Maybe draft another playmaker. Uh, I mean, they got DJ down there, they got Steels, right? You know, uh, these cats are, you know, good ball players. Uh, here, here, here's the kicker, though. The Jets yeah. could Jets could maybe make more of a more of an appealing offer if they got a little bit more desperate. But Watson, for this whole thing to happen, has to waive his no trade clause. So he would have to agree to go to the Jets with a bare cupboard versus going to Miami with a built-in squad and a built-in right. culture. Right, right. And that's that's why Miami was my first team. I was just kind of giving a, a little bit of a devil's advocate. Oh, yeah. Saying, Listen, ah, they, they can yeah. see the deal. If listen, right. if the jet, if the Jets turn into whores and the, and the Texans turn to pimps, you could right. be like, yeah, right. without a doubt, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, they, they, I mean, but Miami got it all. You know what I'm saying? They got Miami, right? It's Miami, like shit. <laughs> it's Miami. You know what I'm saying? And then, like I said, you look at Flores's team and what they're doing. They're building something special, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got that black coach aspect. You know what I'm saying? Uh, seems like to be something Sean Watson's calling for. They got a black general manager, right? And they're doing really good things. So I think Deshaun Watson will probably end up in Miami some kind of way. Yeah, right? seems like a nice fit. He's hang, from, hang hang your hat on. It. Yeah, and Deshaun Deshaun's originally from is originally from Georgia, correct? From Atlanta, yeah. 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 So you know he 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 he's back in his zone. So his family right. will be there. I don't know yeah, much how he yeah. cares about that, but. Yeah, Still, there's course. a lot of things yeah. going that way for Miami, and hey, maybe Miami throw, throws in, throws in a briefcase of that cocaine for uh for uh you know McNair and uh and the Texans, and hey, talk about talk, oh. about, talk about talk about that cash kicker. You understand me? Hey, it's Tony city, Montana. It's a, it's a city built on cocaine, baby. So right, right. Never know. Now look, speaking of legacies, when we come back, we're going to get a little bit of goat talk. It's JB Seven's conversation at the barbershop, and we're going to talk a little Brady, little Rogers, and a little. Rivers, that's right. Old man Rivers is retiring. Is he a Hall of Famer? Oh, we're going to talk about it. Uh, they never doggone it. All that. Dad gummit. Dad gummit, and a little bit more. All that when we come back. This is the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast. We'll be right back, bitches. Reviewers, what's good? It's your man Benny Blue, and damn it, we've been locked up in this quarantine for months. So wouldn't it be about time to get a new shirt or hoodie or any piece of merch just in time for football season? Well, you can at our friends at TrendsCollab.com. TrendsCollab.com is the official maker of all things JB and Bang Blue Review merch. You can get a t-shirt, hoodie, hat, mug, urinal cake, whatever your heart desires, plus a bunch of other dope theme shirts like the damn Gina Classic and other shirts that you can get made to order and if you're an influencer, you can touch base with them to get your own custom merch. That's right, Trends Collab does it all. Guess what? Free shipping on orders of $50 or more. Just use the promo code free shipping at checkout. Check out our friends, trendscollab.com, and follow them at trendscollab. Trendscollab.com, the official merch provider for the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast. Four, three, two, one. Reviewers are back. What's good? Episode 171, JB and Benny Blue Review. Thank you. Shout out to all the ladies that are doing the Busted Challenge. Wow. Very, very delightful. Precious, if you will. Wow. I mean, just special. Some wow. of y'all shouldn't be doing it, but God bless you for trying. But you know what I'm saying? Like, some, yeah, some of y'all awesome. should be busting some, busting some suds. You know what I'm saying? But uh, 
Yeah. Shout out to you ladies, man. Doing the Busted Challenge is pretty sweet. Uh, it's very delightful. It's very entertaining. Right. I agree. I and agree. shout out to the young lady who made the song. Like, I don't even know this person's name. I thought it was Meg Stallion, but it's not Meg Stallion. I think she signed to Meg the Stallion's label. I can see that. Erica Banks, I think is her name. Very right Meg the Stallion-esque. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. you did. Yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of shout outs, JB, uh, make sure to tap in with our Instagram because JB got the post up. We're doing the giveaway for the merch, baby. That's right. All you got to do is give us a five-star right. rating review on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. and we will select someone at random to win a piece of merch of your choice. That could be that could be actual podcast merch. That could be our specialty shirts, like the Iron A Lion, Super Kyler. We need us. Plenty of options, baby. So make sure to do that. Check out us on Instagram for more details on that. I'll be putting it up on our other social media and our email newsletter as well. All right, Word. so look, we've been talking about quarterbacks most of this this episode, and we're going to kind of wrap that part of it up for J.D. Blaine's a little bit toward the end here. Um, all right, so look, NFC Championship, Tom Brady in the NFC Championship, which is all all types of strange, but we're, we're like, here wow. now. Doesn't even sound right, but hey, Gronk couldn't. Gronk didn't even realize what was going on. Like so, yeah, Gronk is Gronk is still concussed from the Atlanta. Right, on the, yeah, I'm gonna say on his 37th concussion. You know what I'm saying? So he's just he's just kind of on autopilot at this point. But oh my god, we love, we love you, Gronk. You know you're our guy. All right, so right, right. yeah. So Brady, so Brady against Rodgers. Um, you know Brady threw a few picks, but he took some more chances. He took some big shots. Hit Scotty Miller. So maybe that was kind of it. Because at the end of the game, the big criticism is that. You know, Aaron is elusive in the pocket as he always is. Call him Gregory Hines for a reason. He has daylight to either get close to the end zone or get in. He doesn't get it. They end up kicking the field goal and it ends up biting them in the ass. Mm-hmm. So, what did you make it? What did you make of that matchup? And then, what did you also make of the whole Rogers saying everybody's future is uncertain, myself included, and he's still kind of being coy about it, even though the Packers are like we would never, we would never let him go. Eh, based on what we were just talking about, Rodgers could force his way out. Not that he would do that, but he could. I don't think Rodgers is going anywhere. Uh, of course, it's, it's always like us to say shit like this and kind of continue to poke at it. But uh, three interceptions thrown by the, the GOAT Tom Brady, right? Three. Uh, shame on you, Matt LaFleur, right? LaFleur. Shame on you, right? So offensive coordinator JB is going to question why you didn't run screens just normal. They call them Packers screens for a reason, right? Because the Packers got very good at running these screens, right? They were flying up the field. Shaq, uh, all these young men, Pierre, they're flying up the field, right? Bull rushing tackles. Linebackers are in man coverage. Todd Bowles did a great job putting them guys in man coverage and making them just be fucking aggressive and physical. That's great. All oh, that's beautiful. Second and six, run a screen. It don't matter. Run it on first and ten. Run a screen. Because all the defensive ends were doing were getting pressure. That's it. They weren't they had no responsibility, right? Because they were depending on the guys up the middle, Rochez, New Year's Rochez, and 
Big and Dominican Sue, and uh, whoever the, the big the big run stopper they got from uh, Washington, the young kid that came back. They were depending on him to get pushed up the pocket to keep Roger from doing his little dance and getting out. Run a screen. What the fuck are you doing? Right? Aaron Rodgers, you got 15 yards a day like in front of you. Take off running. It is the NFC Championship. At this point, you got to do what the fuck you got to do. Right? So those are just missed opportunities to me from a coach's standpoint, me watching the game. And I'm like, this is just not, damn, like, what are you doing? As far as Tom Brady throwing three picks, I mean, you know, we know Bruce's motto, no risky, no biscuit. So Tom Brady's trying to get that biscuit, right? And shout out to Todd Bowles, right? And that defense, because if it wasn't for them, they probably would have got their ass blown the fuck out because that defense was stellar, outstanding. They played out of body. Um, but I mean, Tom Brady played as well as he could, I guess, you know. Those those interceptions were horrible. Every one of them was like, what? <laughs> like, he was, he was he, forcing it, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. okay. You throwing picks, like, but what the fuck? Three interceptions, bro? Three. And he threw them bitches back to back to back. Shout out to Tampa Bay's defense. They're the reason why they're in the Super Bowl right now. It's not because of Tom Brady, right? I agree. Uh, Tom Brady is wonderful. And the barbershop talk that Benny talked about before our break, right? Uh, I was getting my hair cut today, and one of the OGs in the barbershop kind of mentioned it, like, is Tom Brady really the GOAT? Or is he just happy to be here? Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, is he just happened to be at the right place at the right time type motherfucker? Forrest Gump motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Huh. You know, Forrest Gump was always in, Forrest Gump was always in the right place at the right time to me outstanding people and to, to, to be in crazy historic events. I made the argument, I said, look, man, imagine the Super Bowl 10 times, bro. 10. So it's just like Forrest Gump. He went to the nation's capital again. And he got to meet the President of the United States again. Right? Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl again. Right? Now, in the NFC. The man has done everything he's needed to do then being spoke about it in our production meeting, talking about how he's really made people who shouldn't be mentioned in football conversations. He's made them relevant. He's made the throws. He's run to get the first downs. He's made the gutsy moves, made the gutsy plays. Can't take none of that away from the man, right? He just didn't perform very well in the championship. Um, what's going to happen in the Super Bowl? I know this. You throw three interceptions to the damn Kansas City Chiefs, you're going to be down by three just now. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that, right? You're going to be down by three just now. So um, we're going to talk about that later. But, yeah, Tom Brady, greatest to ever do it. Uh, I'm calling it right now, right? And I was kind of skeptical about it, you know, before the season started, I was like, oh, they'll, you know, they're going to the playoffs, but they won't win. Tom Brady, best to ever do it, man. Shout out to him. Big time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, what, what can't be overlooked in any way, shape, or form is that the man is fucking 43 years old. 
He's 43. Yeah, I, I, I ain't even mentioned that. The man's motherfucker 43 years old. I mean, that, you know what, man? That's not as, that's not as, as outstanding as it sounds. I mean, I know, you know, we've we known quarterbacks to play until they were 90,000 years old. You know what I'm saying? And did still perform well? at a high level. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. They perform at a high level. You know what I'm saying? Brett Favre was playing well into his, what is he, 77 right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well into his 50s. <laughs> like, Brett, Brett was playing well into his 50s at a high level. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Warren Moon played shit. You know what I'm saying? Until he was like, what, 42 or some shit? Uh, yeah. So, it, it is, it's amazing and all that. And oh, it's outstanding. He's still starting. No, there's a lot of guys that have done that, right? But he's still just, I mean, 10 Super Bowls, man. And you can chalk that up to a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? He's played with some really great defenses. I don't give a fuck nobody said. He's played with some outstanding defense, right? Uh, when they were going to the Super Bowl when he was younger, he had some – those teams were loaded, Benny, right? And really, that's – that's. I mean, if we're being honest, which doesn't get talked about enough, that's where he was really carried. Those yeah. back-to-back and when he went in early in the first one that they went. I mean, if you watch back that game against the Rams, that was kind of a shit show till the end. I mean, let's be right. honest. So he he really put his stamp on it and took over more later in his career when he like I mean I mean obviously the thing that sealed his legacy was the Atlanta comeback. He throws a pick six. He has a garbage fucking first half, and then they just they get their shit together and Atlanta takes their foot off the gas. And it's like like you said, when you get that many bites at the apple, there's only that that limits your chances to question whether he's at. It's not like he went twice. He's been ten times. Ten. Ten times. Ten. Come on, bro. You're doing something right. Right. You're doing something something very right. right. You're doing something very right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, ten times. I mean, that's a motherfucker, man. Like, uh, shout Tom Brady. uh, Even though I don't, you know, he's one of those guys. We know who you are, Tom. You know what I'm saying? You're friends with Donald Duck. We know who you are, right? But I can't take anything away from you on the football field. You handle your business, right? What you do in your personal life is your own fucking business, right? right? Speaking, speaking of a uh, speaking of fucking shit up, literally, because my man's got fifteen kids. Uh, Philip Rivers is now retired. Pullout game on negative eighty-seven. <laughs> and this was brought to your attention, and we both agree with this. Uh, if Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer, we both say no, and we damn sure don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. But. What I'm is not gonna, Benny, 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 I'm not going to say he's not a Hall of Famer. I'm going to say that he shouldn't get into the Hall of Fame. He shouldn't be in the first. Before, yes, he, the first time. He shouldn't, he shouldn't get into the Hall of Fame before I turn 60. How about that? There you go. You might win. You <laughs> might. Hey, you might listen. You might. You might win a title as a as a as a as a low line coach. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I might. I might fuck around and got to be a head coach by the time this motherfucker get in the Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, well, we talk about the NFL, so probably not. But uh, <laughs> so, uh, Philip Rivers, man, the argument. Uh, one of my one of my guys on Twitter, right, argued down. Can't argue with the statistics. He's top five in this category, in that category, and top ten in this and that and that. Started to break it down to him. The question with Eli Manning retired. Was is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? What? You gonna question that? Eli Manning has won two Super Bowls, and in both Super Bowls, he was the MVP. You can say what you want to say about Michael Strahan supposed to get it. I don't care. He didn't get it. Eli Manning got it. So he has two Super Bowl MVPs. He has two Super Bowl rings. 
He is in the top 10 in every statistical quarterback category. And you question whether he's a Hall of Famer? I mean, I know it was ESPN bullshit ass, whatever, makeup shit questioning. But that was the question that was proposed. Now, Philip Rivers is retiring, and the question proposed by ESPN is Is he a Hall of Famer? Well, he damn sure ain't got what Eli Man ain't got. He ain't got two Super Bowl rings. He damn sure ain't got two MVPs. The man has only played in one AFC championship in 17 years, Benny. His record in the playoffs is five and seven. Five and seven. And three of those wins were the damn year he went. Two of those wins, I should say, because I don't know whether they're a wild card or what. Two of those wins, I'll say, are from the year that they went to the AFC Championship. What? So that means that's 16 years he's went to that. To he's won four, three playoff games, but he's played for 17 years. His stats should look like that, right? So. The question I propose, and this is the time right now, Benny, I wish that we had the whole little thing going where everybody was here live and it was a live stream. I want to know what people got to say. Donovan McNabb is a Hall of Famer, right? I mean, let's look at, we'll look at numbers, right? Let's look at numbers. He played for 13 years. He went to six Pro Bowls. He's played in five NFC championships. Phillip Rivers... Went to eight Pro Bowls, played 17 years. Playoff record five and seven. Went to one AFC championship and lost. No Super Bowls. And now, not a now Super Bowl. The only time he went to the Super Bowls is if he paid to get there. So. Southwest. What are we what are we doing right now? Right? What are we doing? I heard Lewis Riddick, and I think he was just kind of saving face because he was on ESPN because it's like. When you sit and think about it, and I'm not saying again, Benny, I'm not saying he's not going to get into the Hall of Fame. He'll get in there eventually. But I just don't want the NFL to make a mistake and the Hall of Fame make a mistake and say, oh, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Look at we his need stats. new standards for that. We need new right, standards for look first at, ballot Hall stats. of Famer. Right, look at his stats. You got to be done did some phenomenal, outstanding, outlandish shit. And then it has to be different criteria for different positions. Quarterback? Yeah, you got to ask some hard whether to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Because it's it's the it's right. the easiest position to run it up, if you yeah, will. Yeah. Like you said, you, you play got, seventeen yeah. years. Right. You got you got to at least have some fucking hardware, bro. Like right. to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, you got to at least have some hardware. You got to have a bling bling to get in on the first first yep. attempt. Because it is so anything beneath the quarterback is going to be exponentially harder to get in. Right now, yeah. Now you talk about stats, receivers, running backs, right? I mean, even offensive linemen, you know what I'm saying? If you were playing in the league for 10, 12 years, 13 years as offensive lineman, like JT, you know what I'm saying? And he, his his sacks given up is probably still under double digits. Yeah, that motherfucker's the first ballot Hall of Famer, right? In the position of offensive tackle, hell yeah. Motherfucker's unreal. One of the best to ever do it. My OG, I still, you know what I'm saying? I, I tell kids to go watch JT play. Because he does a lot of things that I preach to young offensive linemen to this day. Yes. First battle Hall of Famer, right? 
running back. Your stats speak for themselves. I mean, all you can do is score touchdowns and run the ball. So all you can do is get yards to score touchdowns and 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 have longevity, right? Receivers, all you can do is catch the ball, run the ball, score touchdowns. That's it, right? So a guy like Larry Fitzgerald, who's top five in every statistical category. Yeah, he should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's a receiver. I don't give a damn if he won a Super Bowl or not. Right? He's a receiver. You know what I'm saying? Played what? I mean, I think him and him and Philip came up the same year. Right? Yeah, 04. Yeah. Yeah. So he's 17 years in the game. Yeah. His his yards, catches, touchdowns, all that shit's up there. Right? Up there with the greats. So yeah, first ballot Hall of Famer. But Mr. Rivers at quarterback, I don't know. Benny, I don't, I don't know. Damn sure ain't no first ballot Hall of Famer. And then I made I made the point to Benny, right, in the padded production meeting. Doug Williams is not a Hall of Famer. Somebody make that make sense to me, bro. Somebody please, like, write in, send us a message, voice message, whatever they want to do. Call the Savage Hotline and leave us a voicemail and explain to me why Doug Williams is not a Hall of Famer yet. The man damn near dead. He's like 70. Right? He ain't even had a chance to... Is he gonna have a chance to even enjoy his bus in Canton, Ohio? Right. Has he even been considered for the Hall of Fame? Yeah, the man, the man, the man won a title and, and, and came in under crazy circumstances with, with the with the player strike. And it's like if they're gonna like if they're gonna honor like and listen, you want to have more inclusion in the in the Hall of Fame. But if they're gonna honor like the first insert race person. For the Hall of Fame, that might not have a lot of like stats to back that up or performance to back that up. You got to give it to a guy who came in under those circumstances and and done he, and done. He the first done black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's history. That's Hall of Fame worthy. That's history. On the on the storied franchise, Washington Redskins, on a it, dysfunctional, horrible franchise. Was was that their first Super Bowl though? Well, wasn't uh, wasn't Theismann before that? Am I crazy? Theismann did Theismann win the Super Bowl? Yeah, because wasn't it? Because because uh, Doug Williams was eighty seven, right? Yeah. Well, wait a minute, you might be right because it was eighty seven and then again in ninety one. Hold on, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, let's see. Let's go to the, let's go to the statistical statistics. Because Doug Williams, and in that case, Doug Williams might have been the first. Is if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, they were dealing with the player strike, and Theismann had to re- had to retire because he had the, the basically the same fucking injury as Alex Smith. Only it was the '80s, and they didn't have nearly mm-hmm. the technology to fix it. So it might have been Doug Williams, the first. The first goddamn 88 and 92, 88. I'm sorry, 83, 88 and 92, right? Right. Those were the years they won a Super Bowl. Listen to the competition. Let's see if we can get a little more information on it. Right. right. So then 82. I'm saying watch the refresh can. Yeah, 82. Yup. Damn, they got the whole shit. They broken this motherfucking down too. Yeah, this motherfucking pictures in black and white. Right. Boom, boom. Stop, please. Yes, they got it. Yes. 81. Yeah. Yes. Come on, boy. 
include an appearance in the Super Bowl victories in 83. Yeah, Heisman right. was on that team. Um, Super Bowl winning teams led by different quarterback Theisman, Doug Williams, and Mark Ripken. Yeah. So, so Theisman was first, and then Doug won it second, I'm guessing. Right. Because they just, well, they just mentioned Joe Theisman's name first. Right. Right. Led by quarterbacks Doug Williams and the Bucks surprise. And, and and then he he did great things with the Bucks. Man, what? Come on, man. Doug again, Doug Williams is not in the motherfucker in the Hall of Fame. Right? Doug Williams, I wanna say he damn near led the Bucks to a Super Bowl. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? He done great things with the Bucks. Right. So, so the case, but the, what the point is, we need the point of this whole thing. We want to want to talk about it before we go into into, your, into JB's burning is that we need we need to change the contract of how people get in. There's way too much talk about first ballot Hall of Famer, and then you have so many years you can get in before it's over. So the same way they deny the right. Drew Pearsons of the world, they need to understand what their guidelines are to let in someone like Rivers. If you're gonna let in Rivers fine but i'll be damned if rivers better not be the last dude standing out in the line at the club and it's like hey bro you got 20 dollars. i'll let you in fine you want to get in the club cool you'll get in the club but damn damn it all if you're gonna get in the first fucking crack at it fuck all that no we need to uh, we need to change the guidelines of where people rank in getting into the hall of fame and to be honest with you they're probably already too loose with the shit as it is so right why are you all giving like 10 i mean it's, it's like a big ass it's like it's five years, you know what I'm saying? Five from the years. moment you retire, from the moment you retire, it's five years, right? So, I mean, after eligibility, five, yeah. years, five years after you retire, and then is it is it is it another right, five, five tries to get in? Is it five tries or ten tries? No, 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 no. You're you're good, right? You're good to be put on a, on a, on like be to be considered for a ballot after five years every year, right? Oh, every single uh, year doesn't matter. So, yeah, I mean, oh. you got people who have been denied, like, I mean, like, like Pearson. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's sad. You know what I'm saying? Right? That man, damn near seven years old, <laughs> crying. You know what I'm saying? Because they keep denying right. him something that he's pretty much in line for. And it goes, back, it goes right. back to our point of the the position bias, where there may be a quarterback that's in there who really didn't. When when you're comparing apples to mm-hmm. apples, really didn't do what he someone like him did at his position. But it's harder for him because the impact isn't as apparent. And again, did T.O. win a Super Bowl? No, right. So if I'm not mistaken, Pearson was a receiver, right? Correct. For the Cowboys, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, in the Stalin era, right? Yeah. Had numbers crazy. Crazy numbers. Yep. Right? Cowboys Hall of Fame. Cowboys. Pro Hall Football of Hall of Fame. They're still playing mm-hmm. them, but Rivers may very well get in maybe, their maybe. first ballot. <laughs> fucked up world. Hey, when I tell you that, I said in a production meeting, I said, I would not doubt it, bro. I would not doubt it. And I'm going to be up the fuck set when it happens, but I would not doubt it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Like, All right. Uh, speaking, speaking, it, speaking of up the fuck set, take us home with a, a recent event and how you would handle it in the locker room pertaining to a certain former Seattle Seahawks now with a, uh, you know, a, a, an incident off the field, if you will. 
And we're not even going to say he's a former Seattle Seahawk. Um, have they released him? Yeah. No, I mean, that, that happened earlier today. He got released? Yeah. Good. Uh, so, Chad Wheeler, right, was arrested on suspicion of uh, felony domestic violence. Right? What happened was Chad Wheeler allegedly beat his girlfriend up for not bowing to him. Right? Now, uh, for you viewers that don't know what the hell is going on, Chad Wheeler is a white man and his girlfriend is an African-American woman. Uh, so with everything that's going on in the world today, uh, Mr. Wheeler has really fucked up. Uh, just, I mean, just period, he's fucked up. Uh, I, I put it on Twitter, I don't condone a man hitting a woman in any circumstance. In this one, Benny, it just makes it more disgusting, right? Because of everything that's going on and a lot of things you see on Twitter and just me being a black man and understanding that some men sickly do that because they want to be a dominant in the relationship and they want to dominate a black woman and they want to feel powerful and they want to be able to say that this is my basically my slave bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like this is my, you know, this this is my 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 servant, right? This is their mindset. Right, uh, I saw something on Twitter that was just disgusting to me. It was it was a dude that is a proud boy, and he's married to a black woman. They have a little kid, but they have a picture in their house of him in full KKK cloak right. and hood, carrying her through a river, right, as if to say he's rescuing her. <laughs> right now, do what the fuck you want in life, reviewers. Right, be with who the fuck you want to be with. Right, but when when it comes to disrespect, not gonna deal with it. Right. So again, I don't condone any man beating a woman up, slapping a woman, pushing and shoving, whatever. Right. I just don't condone it. It's just not something that I'm I'm gonna say. Okay, yeah, he was right. Slapping shit out of her. Now, I've been in situations like that before, and I had to walk the fuck away. Like, do you want to? Yeah. Right? Because that's human nature. You know what I'm saying? If you're getting abused, somebody hurting you or hitting you, punching you or whatever, woman, man, child, dog, right? Your natural reaction is to smack shit out the motherfucker, right? But this man beat this woman until she damn near died. Then, Benny, it was said in the report that he was surprised that she survived. Well, I guess she wasn't as strong as you thought she were, Mr. Wheeler. Uh, locker room situation. I mean, I beat the motherfucker ass. Right? I'm just being really honest. I couldn't see him. He'll be on site. Uh, he couldn't show his face, and I'm pretty sure most organizations wouldn't even allow him to come back in the building after something like that happened because they understand that. Yeah, something gonna crack. So, uh, I just want justice to be served, which you know, America seems to have a problem with that. Uh, shame on you, ESPN. Shame on you, CNN. Shame on you, NBC. Shame on you, MSNBC. Because nobody reported it. It was not news. It was not on Twitter, right? Twitter didn't report it. It wasn't on Twitter's uh, whatever the fuck uh, hotline or hot topic or whatever. It wasn't on none of that. It wasn't all over, spawned all over Instagram. I don't do Facebook. I don't see our Facebooks. I don't know. The media didn't crucify this man. Even there was never a mugshot. 
Right? He got arrested. Where's his mugshot? That little black man. Shit. Right. That's what you got. Right? That's what you got. And I, tw- I tweeted it. I was like, America's not going to crucify him like they would a person of color. But right. I just want Mr. Wheeler to get what's coming to him. Right? Uh, and if it be street justice, so be it. He don't deserve to live. Right? He needs to get his ass beat to a bloody fucking pork and like laid on the hand bed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's the type of shit that needs to happen to him because he's a sick, disgusting human being. Right, point blank period. There's no way around it. There's no argument. There's no compassion. There's no none of that shit. Right? You literally beat a woman to death who is a fourth the size of you. Nowhere near as strong as you. You're a professional athlete. And my son, I was with him earlier tonight, my oldest son, and he was talking to him about his girlfriend, like we were talking about the whole situation. And like she was he was just like Look at this motherfucker. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine if he just goes crazy. Like, who the fuck gonna stop him? So, you are putting your hands on someone who is nowhere near physically strong as you, aggressive as you, athletic as you, can't run from you, can't hurt you if she hits you, right? But you beat that woman until she damn near died. And then you were surprised that she didn't die, right? Hey. Right. Which is a whole other level of like fucking sociopath. You're surprised she didn't die? Evil. Evil. That's just evil. That's evil. That's evil. You deserve to die a slow, painful death. So, Mr. Wheeler, I pray to God that you, uh, that you, I don't know what to say. I pray to God that you get what's coming to you. I'm just gonna put it like that. Uh, Hopefully the justice system will do right. Hopefully, but I mean, I ain't gonna hold my breath. So, and that's uh, why we want to talk about it because that—that's really what it comes down to, right? If you're talking about the Ray Rice's of the world, or the Kareem Hunts of the world, or the Tyreek Hills of the world, or the Alden Smiths of the world, they got crucified. And in certain situations, it didn't happen like they said it was gonna happen. Run that back for past episodes, particularly right. as it relates to Alden Smith. Right. Of, you're talking about, you know, someone who got their, their their career taken away. Kareem Hunt, obviously, he was out of the league for a year. Now he's thriving with Cleveland. But, right. as you said, the way the media portrays it, it's been noticeably and, different than how they portrayed this. And this is this is an attack on a person. This ain't like, I mean, Ray Wright's situation was with his wife. And I said it on the podcast. Like, what we saw was what Ray Rice and his wife do in private. It just happened to leak out in public, right? That that looked completely normal. Like when you watch it, when you watch the tape. That she wasn't nervous, she wasn't scared. Like this is she, something she that she fighting with. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that she has done with him before. Uh, the situation with with Kareem Hunt, he was attempting to take back something that was his, right? The girl got belligerent. You know what I'm saying? Again, he's an, a, a professional athlete. These are the motherfuckers you saw in the the circle, the round circle. These are gladiators. These are mammoth, unreal, superhuman beings. So, of course, it's going to look horrible, right? Right. But his reaction was based on her action. Right. He he, he didn't attack her with a vengeance and and this whole thing. Yeah. No. This man, Wheeler, 
beat his girlfriend, someone who he was supposed to care about, right? Possibly love, because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they've been together for a while. He beat her to a pulp. So, uh, yeah. Next level. So fucked up. That's evil, man. With that being said, reviewers don't be evil, right? Uh, you know, me and Benny got mad love for all y'all out there, and we appreciate y'all. Um, we put the post out there earlier today. Fuck with us, man. Go to iTunes Podcast and give us a five-star review. Uh, you are then put into the sweepstakes to win merchandise, JB and Benny Blue merchandise. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Black Planet, uh, MySpace, right? All of that shit at jbandbennyblue.com. All right. Uh, Savage Hotline. Benny, we ain't been talking about the Savage Hotline lately. We want more Savage Hotline, man. Shout us out, man. I'll let us ask us questions, right? We would love for the beginning segment of our show be us answering questions, right? We would love that. That would be awesome. I know y'all got questions, right? I know y'all got questions. Mm-hmm. So ask questions. It could be what we talked about in the podcast. It can be totally off kill. It can be random as hell. Right. But ask questions. We love to answer your questions. It's going to come a time here pretty soon where we're going to be interacting with the reviewers every episode. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm so excited about that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And man, we got great things coming up in 2021. Uh, we'll be back to normal pretty soon. We're Hold on, all right. In the meantime, in the interim, continue to do what's necessary, right? Wear your mask. Stay home if you're feeling sick. Continue to wash your damn hands. Right? When you can use the bathroom, wash your hands when you get home. Before you put them on your mouth or your face, use your hand sanitizer until your goddamn epidermis on your hands disappears, right? Protect the old people, right? For real. Protect the old people. We love old people. All right, protect them. We love y'all. That's right. Couldn't have said it better myself. Tab it with us. Follow us at JB and Benny Blue. We're on all streaming platforms. And that's it. Until next time, this has been the JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. We out, bitches. Holla. <sighs> Mondays just became a Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. <sighs> Mondays just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.